Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warren-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Be sure not to miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows featured on DanaGlynSmith.com expected end image of christ christianity in america persecution purpose and patience christian discernment frogs folly truth american social justice doctrine featured on warren-usa.com mysterious iniquity Border Deals, African Caliphate, City Violence USA, Antichrist War, Gospel of God, Book of Romans, Part 30 on Sound the Shofar. I Will Deliver, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 100 on Battle Lines. Warriors of Jesus Christ, Gospel, Faith, Persecuted Christians. Abounding Hope, Book of Romans, Part 29. And do not miss these Warren Radio weekly episodes on the WIBR Warren Radio Advocacy, Wednesday, February 14th. Love of Christ Jesus, Tribulation, Gospel Cost, Christian Faith, Persecution, Advocacy. Battle Lines, Thursday, February 15th, Salvation and Righteousness, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 205. Sound the Shofar, Friday, February 9th, The Word of the Lord, Chosen Generation, Part 5. Sound the Shofar, Friday, February 16th, The Word of the Lord, Chosen Prophet Rising. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. 
And you can get your copy of The Rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson. And The Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and also follow us on Twitter find us on Instagram and join us on LinkedIn Greetings. Welcome to another edition of Sound the Shofar. We are doing the Word of the Lord. It's a series about the Word of the Lord. (laughs) This week, Prophets Reproach. And we'll discuss that in a little while. But we are here in an America that faces many troubles. And of course, if you live in America, you know what we're talking about. Basically, Biden, backed by Obama, Susan Rice and a few others put forth an agenda that Obama brought to this country. Now I have detailed how that Barack Obama came out of Kenya. That while in Kenya being born there he would go to the witch doctor and have blood sacrifices done for him to give him power, dark power, to come to America to be president and to overthrow it. Now he isn't done overthrowing it. And he distances himself from many of the aspects of those who are doing the work for him. But he has a goal to destroy America. Soros has a goal to destroy America. The radical Muslims, jihadists, have a plan to destroy America. Communist China, and they're communists, they're not our friend, have working details to destroy America. And we know from history me being on broadcasts in America 
I know for a fact that there were several communist generals who warned of destroying America by nukes. There's been prophets in the past that warned America of judgment and nukes. And this wasn't done in a corner because when they prophesied, and there's been many of them, they broadcast it out, they spoke it out, and for all intents and purposes it fell on deaf ears. But today, as America sits here on this beautiful Friday, we're nearing spring. We have got multiple millions of people here that shouldn't be here. The Biden administration, along with, uh, you know, you can talk about the mayor of New York, you can talk about Newsom in California, and many other places, are given these illegals money. Now, the mayor of New York was going to give them $10,000 each. Where do they get that money? It's all borrowed. It's a debt. They get free room and board. They get free health care. They don't have to pay taxes. And many other things. While American citizens who've been here and endured all this, you get whatever's left left over after the meal. So you have got thousands of Chinese in here, thousands, and they haven't documented, but I'm sure that the Russians are here too. I have no doubt about that. The Muslims are here. The radical jihadists are here. So you've got, and remember, these Islam is a socialist dictatorship. It's based on Russian socialism. So you've got Russian socialists here, or Russian socialism here. You got Chinese communism here. You've got Islamic socialism here. And your woke kids that are Americans, and there's thousands of them, want American socialism. And you could argue this point with them, but they don't believe it. They're so confused now. And we've got the government who gave in to them. Joe Biden, who had a little, uh, I forgot what kind of a party it was, but he invited all these people up to the White House to make sure everybody knew that the White House embraced transgenderism and everything else that goes with it. That doesn't bode well for America. And it's hard to believe 
that over the years, the red communists, and that's what they are, the problem with most of you, you weren't around during the Vietnam War. That's when the color of communism really was red. Today they tried to be more like a regular nation and appear, you know, like they're normal. But they're not normal. If you can define what normal is today. You know, some of the biggest genocides that ever occurred was under Stalin and Russian socialism and under Mao in Chinese communism. And the biggest jihad by Muslims has been going on now since Islam was started. And Islam jihadists have shed more blood than all of our wars together. And so America, <laughs> you know, I heard the other day they were running out of bullets. I, I've heard it about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Well, I got news for you. Years ago, they were warning about stopping the ammunition, okay? This was years ago. They've been harping on taking the guns away from patriots and others for a long time. Now Joe wants to stop the militias. It's in our constitution to have a citizen militia, but Joe's a communist. He got a lot of money from China. So they don't want any more militias. That's why they put the J6ers and locked them up under false charges. The Supreme Court is supposed to rule on it. They haven't yet. So you're in a mess. You're in a hell of a mess. You sit there every day, you go to work, you come home, and you don't know what these people have planned for you. And of course, their goal many years ago, now they've tried this before. They tried to unite Canada, America, and Mexico. And they wanted to put a super highway all the way from Canada, all the way down through South America. That's to make it easy to get into America and Canada both. Because they not only want to ruin the nationalism and the national idea of America, which a lot of these woke kids today have already torn down all the statues to try to remove it. That's one of the first things uh, communists and socialists do. They start tr uh, destroying everything that you knew in the country. And that's what they're doing. Now see, whether you want to believe it or not, that's up, up to you. I don't argue with people. But I can tell you this. I was unequivocally and flatly told, in an audible voice, accompanied by three visions, that America as I know it would cease to exist. So don't even talk to me about anything like this. I've been carrying that knowledge around with me for better part of my whole life. 
because as in uh, when I first talked about it, I told Tower in 73, 1973, not 1873, I'm not that old, 1973. Now personally, I hope we can whip this thing and get rid of this and get back to being America. But the problem we have in America is its pride. The problem we have in America is its sin. And we have okayed things that are an abomination before the Lord God. Don't talk to me about it. Talk to the Lord. You're not sovereign, America. There's no nation in this world that's sovereign. You think you're a sovereign nation. But the Lord God is the one that governs the nations. And it's into his hands and his judgment the nations of men fall. Whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter. That's the way it is. And when you have generations of children that through their educational system, teachers have taught them wrongly, have dissuaded them and persuaded them to destroy America and have another kind of America. One where they can get money every month. All they have to do is play on their phones and go around and declare whatever they want to. We have an abundance of unclean spirit. Filth. It's called the spirit of filth. And when judgment comes on a nation, the spirit of filth spreads throughout this place. And we've got a spirit of filth in America, and you also have them in other nations, so don't kid yourselves. And this nation needs to repent. Now, we're having revivals, and that's good. But these revivals ain't enough. We need more. More repentance. More coming together. Our politics are screwed up. Of course, Biden was put in there on purpose. Make no mistake. They don't care that this guy does what he does. The only reason they seem concerned today is because they can't leave him in. If You, you see, they plotted to throw Trump in jail. This Ert in Gorin thing and his stupid judgment was about as ludicrous as you can get. The whole goal was to take his money and try to get him thrown in jail. And and they're not done with Trump yet. If Trump makes it through all this and does get elected president, then you know that the Lord God helped you to get him there. Because he is not going to make it unless the Lord God 
And I've prayed to this end that the Lord would have him become president and let him do his work and undo this mess. Now the Supreme Court is supposed to be taking up some issues concerning how Biden has been ruling and how Obama ruled to screw up this nation in the first place. So this whole thing is not over yet. Okay, we move on. The prophet's reproach, this is the section of the word of the Lord. And it's found in Jeremiah where he cries to the Lord, I was deceived. I am in derision daily. Everyone mocks me. The reason they mocked him and hated him and treated him as they did was because of his warning to Judah. They could not believe that the Lord would destroy his own temple, his own priests, and carry Judah, the very thing that came out of the bosom of David. But he did. They were carried captive. And a good part of Isaiah is about that. And a good part of Isaiah is about the restoration of Judah after 70 years. So listen up, America. If the Lord God allowed both houses of Israel to go into judgment, the northern tribes, which we call the lost tribes, ended up being mixed up in the nations with the people. Judah was sent in captivity for 70 years and was brought back. That's where the promises of the line of David fulfilled and brought in the Messiah. And if you follow the lineage in Matthew, you're going to find out that they made it a point to show you that even through the judgment of 70 years, that line was never disturbed. That's how strong the Lord is. And so we talk about the prophet's reproach. One of the offices that the Lord Jesus has, besides being the Almighty in Revelation 1, the way, the truth, and the life, the resurrection and the life, and many others, is that he's a prophet. Prophet, priest, and king. In Mark 6, verse 1 through 6, And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. Now I like the detail here. 
But why wouldn't his disciples follow him anyway? But they wanted you to make sure that you knew that his disciples followed him. So he came into his own country and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. Now, of course, this is at the beginning of Mark. This is covering the part where this upstart preacher suddenly showed up. Started doing miracle signs and wonders, claiming he was the Son of God and warning people. And it was a warning. If you do not believe that I am he, that is the Messiah, then you will die in your sins. So when the Sabbath was come, he began to teach the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished. They had been listening to the the priests there. <laughs> and then they began all of a sudden listen to this Yahshua. In the Greek, the word is Iesus, I-E-S-O-U-S. From whence has this man these things? What wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? They couldn't understand it. See, this is the perplexity of Jesus Christ, Yahshua. Because this is what they thought. Is not this the carpenter? The son of Mary? He was a carpenter. What's he doing teaching in the synagogue with these things that even the priests that were listening were astonished? In other places, is how does he know these letters? In order to get to a high place, you have to do a lot of study. And here he comes along. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, and of Judah and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Who is this carpenter, the son of Mary, Someone among us dare to come in here and try to teach us. And see, the Pharisees rejected him because they knew him too. He was a carpenter. He was from Galilee. But what none of them knew, none of them thought to ask him. Nobody says it anywhere in the scripture. The Lord didn't even tell me. He didn't say, I was born in Bethlehem. He went in there and he says, if you don't believe me, believe the works that I do that the Father has done him. He couldn't even convince him. But in verse 4, this is what he said. A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin. 
and his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went round about the villages teaching. But he couldn't do anything in his own hometown where he was born. No. Where he was raised. He was born in Bethlehem. And you know the story well. It's in the Gospels. And then the king decided he would kill a bunch of the babies that were just born in an effort to kill the Messiah. Because the wise men had told him that this is the chosen one. And you couldn't have that if you're a king. And the king was thinking political, you know. I'm going to lose my job. All my fame, you know, my power, my authority. He came, and the Romans were in charge of everything. Even when Jesus came before those in, in authority that were controlling the area where the Jews were, they wanted to release him because he had done nothing wrong. But the Jews, who were adamant, we can't kill him according to the law, so you've got to do it. I'm paraphrasing. That's what he was saying. Because they had told him, because, you know, Pilate couldn't find anything wrong with him. I find nothing wrong with him. And he said that numerous times. He was without guilt. He hadn't done anything wrong. That's why he had to be as thus. Because he went as a lamb before his shearers is dumb. He spake not a word. So when we talk about the prophet's reproach, the Lord suffered reproach. And then he went to the cross to deliver us. But basically, if we look at the office of a prophet, he is a speaker of and for God. And at the same time, the prophet is a seer. That is, someone who sees things. And these things don't lie in the domain of natural sight or who hears things which human ears do not ordinarily receive. Now that's how come I knew six months ahead of time before the 2020 election for a certainty that Trump was not going to get elected. I knew at the same time well it was a little bit later than that not much that in fact there was going to be a coup d'etat in Biden's administration but I was told 
It was not a coup d'etat to get rid of Biden. It was a coup d'etat to overthrow America. And if we remember the words of Biden, he himself was talking about the fact of replacing American citizens with illegals who come across the border. In 1 Samuel 9, 9, here's an example of this seer. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the seer, for he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer, because they could see into that other world. Now see, Jeremiah warned Israel, Judah. The problem of it is, well, that's why we call him a weeping prophet. Because what was going to happen to Judah? It happened to Jerusalem. It happened to the entire land. It happened to everybody. And Jeremiah saw all this and he wanted him to listen. But he, of course, was warned about it. They weren't going to listen. In verse 7, this is what Jeremiah is talking about. Now he's talking to the Lord, okay? <laughs> I mean, here's a, a punk that's a prophet. Now, he was really a mighty prophet. But in the eyes of the Lord God, he's just like, who are you talking to me like that? But the Lord listened. O Lord, thou hast deceived me. I was deceived. But then he puts in, thou art stronger than I and has prevailed. I am derision daily and everyone mocks me. For since I spake, I cried out, I cried violence and spoil, because of the word of the Lord was made a reproach unto me and a derision daily. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. Now see, you see what happened. He cried out and warned Judah, and he was mocked. Nobody listened to him. They ignored him, laughed at him. So finally, after, and this is after quite a while, you know, he endured a lot. So, this is what he decides to do. I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. He was not going to make mention of the Lord. He was not going to speak in his name. He was not going to say, I'm a prophet of the Lord. He was not going to say, thus saith the Lord. He wasn't going to do any of that. I am done. That's another way. I am done. I'm not going to do it anymore. I quit. And I, I do identify with Jeremiah. I, I am not a Jeremiah. I'm just a watchman. 
I'm a preacher in the middle of a, a sparsely con, uh, <laughs> sparsely populated area, and I use the internet. That's what I was called for. But I spent 12 years arguing with the Lord. Now, Jeremiah didn't, but I did. So I can talk about this. I know about this. I know which way you go. Now, I never did not believe. But there were certain things that occurred. And I didn't like them. So I wasn't going to play with them anymore. <laughs> you go ahead and do the way you do your stuff. I'm not going to go. I was an educated, I was a Bible, Bible college grad. I worked on the streets with my buddies. Yeah. Well, now I can laugh about it because it's behind me. So here's Jeremiah. I'm not going to make mention of him. I'm not going to speak anymore in his name. And I mean it. Now, the I mean it ain't there. I'm emphasizing it. But he meant it. So this is what he says. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. I was weary with forbearing and I could not stay. He could not stop it. That is the way it works. And when I have a message, it burns. It just doesn't go away. You know the word. And I know the word. And when I'm told things, I broadcast it, I write it, I tell about it. I don't talk about the visions much. At all. Because I want people to be guided by the word of God and the spirit of God within them not by whatever visions and pictures I might have seen. And this is the one scripture that tells you. How do they know what to say? Because the Lord puts his word in your spirit, in your soul. And he goes on to say, For I heard the defaming of many, fear on every side. Reports say they, and we will report it. All my familiars watched for my halting, saying, Peradventure he will be enticed, and we shall prevail against him, and we shall take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a mighty terrible one. Therefore my persecutors shall stumble, and they shall not prevail. They shall be greatly ashamed, for they shall not prosper. Their everlasting confusion shall never be forgotten.
See, he tells you after he was weary with forbearing what he heard, what was going on. They were waiting to catch him to do something. They would have probably beat him to death or killed him. But when judgment happened, Jeremiah was in the middle of the city. And the Babylonians who came in recognized him immediately and said, Jeremiah, you will be safe. You know, you can go with us. You can go with us back to Babylon. You can stay here, do whatever you want to. Because the Lord had told Jeremiah he would be safe. And the Lord still warns people today. Now, when we're talking about the prophet, now, remember there was a time that they were called a seer, but now they called him a prophet. So, prophets can see words with their inner eyes. And you can. It is here that when a prophet speaks in the name of Yahweh, he must be able to sharply distinguish between the contents of the vision or the voice he has received from that of his own heart or spirit. Yeah, you have to know. Now in Isaiah 2.1 it tells you straight out. The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Ezekiel 7 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah 20 and verse 9, we talked about that. And we know from Jeremiah that the word received burned like a fire in the heart of the prophet and he could not stop. It's not an imagination. Numbers 12, 5 through 8. The Lord will make himself known in a vision uh, or a dream. To the prophet. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood at the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth and said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I'll speak to him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all my house. With him I will speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches, and in the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? So Moses is the standout, the only one where he, the Lord God, would speak to him.
face to face. Howbeit, he had to protect Moses. So it would be a similitude to protect him. When the Lord passed by him, he had to protect him with his hand. Because we're mere flesh. Now see, when we talk about the vision or the dream, it's not greater than God's word. It will fulfill God's word or complement the word of the Lord. The book, the Bible, the law, the Torah, the Tanakh, the Bible, the testimony of the apostles. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, then giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder come to pass whereof, whereof he made it, uh, he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. And thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet. Thou shalt not hearken. See, so there arrives, uh, arises a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and he gives a sign to the to those who are listening to him and it comes to pass a sign or a wonder which doesn't normally occur and when the sign or wonder come to pass but then he says go serve other gods which you do not know and let us serve them he's trying to take you away from Jehovah Yahweh the Lord Jesus Yahshua now during now Paul warns about this very thing in 2 Thessalonians 2 when we talk about a deception and the miracles and signs and wonders that will follow the son of perdition so make no mistake there are false prophets and the biggest one is coming and he's going to do signs and wonders and he's going to tell you to follow someone else. He will that he hates the love of the truth. And Paul points out in Thessalonians that the deception is over the love of the truth that the father so loved the world he gave his son and the son so loved the father he came down and gave his life as a ransom for many because he loved us and died for us. He gave his own life. He was resurrected from the dead. Now see they reject that. Society as a whole will reject that. And that's the one thing Paul points out in 2 Thessalonians 2, this deception. And it's going to be fulfilled during the arrival of the dark one. So he says, you are, you are not to hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him, keep his commandments, obey his voice. You shall serve him and cleave unto him. And that prophet of that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God. Now see, that's why 
during the time of the Lord, they didn't believe that he was the prophet that he says he was. And in the Torah, it commands them to put him to death. And that's why they wanted him to die. And that's why even today you're going to find Jews that still don't believe in Yahshua. You know, and there's people that'll, that are preaching them. They don't like them. You know, they want to put them to death. And matter of fact, that has happened since Israel has been a nation. So make no mistake, that is the part there that they have got to understand that Yahshua has fulfilled everything. And they, Israel, will come to know the Lord. Paul says himself that all of Israel shall be saved. And so, uh, and you can learn more about this by reading Hebrews and Romans both. But the bottom line of it is, is that the Lord expects us to get into the word, to read the word, to speak the word, to testify. For they overcame by the blood of the Lamb the word of their testimony and loved not their lives unto the death. And I'll raise them up. Now this is a prophecy that actually pertains to the Lord Jesus, Yahshua. I'll raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee, like unto Moses. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And if you remember the Lord, the testimony of the Gospels, you know, he spoke the word, that the stuff that the Lord wanted him to, you know, his father wanted him to tell him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, and that's exactly what Yahshua did, I will require it of him. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. And if thou say in thy heart, How shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, and the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, and thou shalt not be afraid of him. And I think it's important for Americans to understand that. We've got an office of prophecy in the Christian church. But that office of prophecy is not likened to the Old Testament prophets. And so... They can still perform miracles. And uh, you know, you just need to be on top of this and understand who it is that you believe in and not turn away. Because we have a lot of issues right now today in America and the world 
things that are not good <laughs> not good at all I mean it's one of those things that we are in that time and uh, we're going to have to have faith and see there's another part entire entire part to this and that is when we're talking about all of this that does not mean that there is no miracles and signs that does not mean at all that we're not going to lay hands on the sick and people are going to be healed. I'm I'm a absolute believer and a practice. I practice it all the time. My whole family and I. We believe in healing in the name of the Lord Jesus. We believe in miracles. The Lord said, greater things than these shall you do, because I go to my Father in heaven. We're entering into a very tough time now. You need to understand that a lot of Christianity has become mediocre. And there's a time when we need to believe in divine healing and deliverance. You need to believe, you need to arm yourself, you need to understand this, you need to rebuke demons, you need to rebuke thoughts that aren't good, you need to rebuke these things. You need to rebuke them off your family, you need to rebuke them, bind them and cast them. I, lie, I cast them into outer darkness. But make sure that you fight spiritual warfare and also walk in the manner that God would have us to do. And so that's what we do when we get into this series, The Word of the Lord. We get into topics and things like this and it's important to understand these things you know and, and, and that's just where we're at we're in very difficult times and so couple of other messages we uh, have been connected uh, on Spreaker for a lot of years we're on blog talk we're on a lot of outlying podcasts we got podcasts uh, you know in other parts of the world and it's the same show but it's being distributed through this network and so it was some time ago that Spreaker put together a whole supporter thing for all of its members. So now, you know, 
you can become a supporter of Warren Radio. This podcast has a supporters club. And by becoming a supporter of the show, you can gain access to exclusive content. Now, I haven't made the content now. We're just beginning all this. But we're going to put exclusive content. And I do have some old shows that I've done. I've interviewed Marzuli and a lot of others many years ago. And uh, play an active role in helping me and Tower to continue producing the content that you love. So you can see the link in the episode description. Uh, You can also, the best place, is go to our bio over on Spreaker.com and find Warren Radio End Time. And there's a yellow tab marked Support with a plus sign. And you just hit that plus sign and you can fill in the details and uh, and if you can't find that you can always go over to warn-usa and at the top of the page there's a tab marked donate and you can donate there we have a lot of work to do folks because we've got kids grandkids we've got people that need help we need to warn them we need to warn America and we need to stand up against the godlessness because I got news for you if America sits down and is quiet you're going to lose your country you need to repent you need to turn to the Lord and you need to appeal to him with everything you have If you do not, you will lose America totally. It will never come back again. And I stand by that statement. I have been warning America for many years. And yes, I receive visions. and And the voice of the Lord spoke to me. At any rate... It's not the gift, it's the Lord of the gift. I'm just a little simple preacher that got called. That warns. Father, thank you for this show. Bless this show. Touch the people that hear it. Bless them and watch over them. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. Be blessed. Until next time, this is the Watchman. Look up, my friends. Look up and have hope. Keep the faith because he is coming soon. And Thanks for listening. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.